Hey friends, this is Dave Hagan. Get a side hustle. That's today on the Financial Wellness Podcast. Welcome to the Financial Wellness Podcast, Dave's weekly message to keep you on your path to the financial success. Here is your host, financial problem solver and talk show host, Dave Hagan. Hey, thanks, Nick. I've got in the studio today, Nick. I've also got my good friend, Brian Reed. Brian, welcome. Good to be here again, Dave. Always good to have you. So today we want to talk about the gig economy. We want to talk about getting a side hustle and everybody's going, what's, what's that? I hear a um, a, a rideshare company saying, hey, get a side hustle. I'm wondering what that's about. More and more people are doing this, especially millennials. And a side hustle is a, a, a side way to generate income, something that you do on the side, some hustle that you do on the side to generate some income on a temporary or a permanent basis. And certainly, you know, ride sharing or being a driver for a ride sharing company is, is one of those things. Um, people are doing it as a side gig, but they're also starting to think about doing it as a career. People putting together a collection of side hustles and that becomes their full-time job. And they think that this gives them more flexibility. They think that, uh, perhaps people getting, uh, uh, paid on a side hustle or, or getting better pay. Some people are reporting that they're more appreciated at work because an employer has a specific need. They're able to go on a website, get someone to come in for a gig on a side hustle, and they appreciate them coming in and, and helping them out more. Um, this is all certainly made possible by the internet. It's a lot easier to set these kinds of things up on the internet, much more difficult before. And we see that this is starting to grow and, and grow and grow. So it's an interesting concept. Um, there's sites out there that can help you set that up. There's in Instacart, there's TaskRabbit, there's uh, Postmates, there's Lyft, of course, there's Uber. Um, all these different places that are offering opportunities for, for side hustles, for people to do things on a per-piece basis or come in for a limited time into a business. A lot of restaurants, a lot of retail are bringing people in on a, on a side hustle or for a side hustle on a limited basis. And it seems to make sense for these, um, uh, these employers. The employers like it because it gives them flexibility, you know, especially in California. It's got become so expensive to, to bring somebody in in terms of withholding tax and the potential for, you know, providing for health care and um, wrongful termination exposure, workers' comp exposure. Very expensive to bring someone on full-time to say nothing of the, the training and the long-term benefits and blah, 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 blah. So they bring people in more and more just to augment their, their, their core staff, and they're able to expand and contract quicker. It's, it's a cheaper uh, labor market. Um, so it starts to make sense on both sides. The workers like the flexibility. They like a little more pay. The employers like the, the flexibility of having their workforce expand and contract. Um, how about a couple of examples? Well, some years ago, um, you know, I published a book and I wanted some really nice cover art. And someone turned me on to a place called 99 Designs. And I put a description of what I wanted to see. And people from all over the world started sending me 
designs for the cover, well, actually the cover and the back of the book. Um, some of them were okay, and some of them were really great. And I was able to choose the last three, four, five and have a final competition. They would make changes pursuant to my comments. And then you, you pick the final one that you want, and you buy the design. And I paid, I don't know, two, three hundred bucks, maybe, maybe for the design of a book. If I had a brought in an artist and had them do that for me, you know, face to face, that would have been uh, uh, very expensive to do. I think a lot of these designs were coming for places all over the world because designs would be submitted in the middle of the night or early in the morning. It didn't really matter where the design was coming from. The important thing was how cool was the design. And I think I ended up with a very nice design. And it's now something that, that we use, and the book still sells on, on Amazon. People can go there and buy it called Changing Your Financial Destiny. Very nice little picture, a graphic of a, a dollar bill breaking up into little pieces. Um, so that's a good example. Fiverr, F-I-V-E-R-R, Fiverr. You can set out a task, and somebody will um, um, perform that task. I, I sent out um, for a business card on Fiverr. And some designs came back, and you pick whoever you want. We actually picked someone who had submitted a design. We, we paid them, and I don't know that we used that particular design, but it's very cool to be able to have things designed for you at a very reasonable price. I mean, on, on Fiverr, you can get stuff designed. You can have stuff written. You can have videos made. You can have music written. Um, you can have some technical kinds of things done. There's all sorts of things that people will do for you on Fiverr at a, at a very reasonable cost. And because they're sitting in other parts of the world or they're working um, out of their house at a time when they have availability, the cost is, is, is a lot less. Um, the music for our show, for the Financial Wellness Podcast, we got off of the internet. We were able to you know, buy that at a very reasonable cost. And that's what we've used from, from day one. Uh, some years ago, I had a website designed. I was using a, a local company, and uh, their web designer would submit her designs in the middle of the night. I noticed that these emails from her would come in in the middle of the night. And I asked him finally, I said, you know, is, is the designer someone in a different time zone? And the answer was, yeah, the designer was in Southeast Asia. Someone sitting in their house doing their thing, making money, making it work. And we ended up with what I thought was a, you know, a very reasonable design. So there's all sorts of ways that um, people can get jobs or short-term gigs, or you can get things designed um, over the internet. It's pretty amazing. I, I guess the most basic um, side hustle, if you will, is Uber and Lyft. Um, you know, it's a way for people to turn time uh, into money. I'll give you an example. I had a relative who just got uh, out of school, just graduated from uh, from college, and uh, moved back home with mom and dad while he was starting his, his first job. And uh, he was working full-time during the day for a tech company, really enjoying it. But then he'd come home, and the evenings were, you know, playing video games in his room or watching TV with mom and dad. Now, the rent was great, and it was good to see mom and dad, but it was, you know, living with mom and dad and get a little slow, get a little boring. So, he decided, why don't I just convert some of this time that I'd otherwise be sitting in my room to money? Signed up for one of the ride-sharing uh, services, Uber or Lyft or what have you, and drove around after work. He'd work a couple evenings a week. He would make some money. Of course, he'd put some miles on his car, 
but he'd make some extra money that he was throwing 100% into his savings. This was a, a dedicated uh, and, and thoughtful young man. And he would, he would meet people. And he'd have an opportunity to talk and, and listen to people. So, uh, you know, this was an opportunity for him to meet several objectives, uh, making some money, meeting people, getting out of the house, not getting under his, uh, on his parents' nerves or his, his parents getting on his nerves. It worked out. So what a, great, uh, what a great opportunity. What a great opportunity. It's an alternative way, I think, to think about, you know, living, and it's an alternative way to think about your career. I mean, when I was coming up, the model was, uh, hey, get out of school, pick a company, give them 30 years, retire with a nice package of, of benefits. Hey, that, that hardly ever happens anymore. Most people have two and a half careers in their life now. They work for a couple different companies or they'll work for a couple companies and do their own thing for a while. So it's a different, different kind of way of, of looking at how you support yourself, what your career might be. And apparently there's a lot of people out there that are saying, look, I want two or three or four different gigs and I can turn them on or off when I want. I can go away when I want. I can make extra money when I want. There's a lot of flexibility that goes along with that. So a different way to think about uh, how we support ourselves. That's getting a side hustle and the gig economy. This is Dave Hagen, and you've been listening to the Financial Wellness Podcast. You've been listening to the Financial Wellness Podcast, Dave's weekly message to keep you on the road to financial success. If you'd like Dave to answer any of your questions, email them to dave at davidrhagen.com. If you like the podcast, you can subscribe to the podcast by hitting the subscribe button in your app. You will automatically get a reminder each time Dave uploads a new episode. Or you can use the app to share this episode with your friends and family. Let's listen in now as Dave answers some emails. All right. So before we start with emails, I want to read an email that we got. It doesn't have a question, but it's uh, a listener who's uh, got some comments. So here's this email. Hi, David. Thank you so much for turning us on to Imperfect Produce. I got it. Three of my friends got it. And my mom now has it as well. Studies show that people always get five to six of the same vegetables and miss out on getting other vitamins and minerals from different vegetables and fruits. This is a great way to add new variety and a new source of vitamins to our bodies. I think this really falls into the objectives of the Financial Wellness Podcast. You're getting quality produce at 30 to 50% off, which is great for your pocketbook. If you add all the money that you save in the year, that's a good bit of money to save. If you're still getting all your produce from the market, it's kind of like ordering the black credit card that, we, that has the annual fee. Yet you're getting all the benefits. We really enjoy your podcast, and thank you so much for all the information that you're giving to everyone, signed Marco. Well, Marco, thank you for taking the time to, you know, to send us a, an email and, and, and say thanks. Um, I know, again, it sounds like we're, you know, we're pitching imperfect produce, and, and we're not. It's just that we think it's a win-win-win-win kind of thing. And I'm glad that uh, you found that it's, that it's uh, beneficial to you. By the way, we got our box last week, gorgeous box of stuff. Oh, my goodness. Poblano peppers. And we, ne we never have made poblano peppers, and we had to go get a recipe Nothing ugly? You no. Didn't, you I mean, didn't get anything ugly. It was, it was really way prettier Aww. than it ever should have been. I, 
you know, maybe they should send me out some ugly stuff so I'll feel like I'm, you know, getting the full, the full impact. But no, it was gorgeous. In fact, I almost took a picture and sent it to you, Brian. It was, it was, it was gorgeous. Maybe do. Well, all... you've sent me pictures of the other stuff, so I was like, "Where's my picture?" That, that's right. That's right. You know, I mean, I know you like that picture, of that potato that looked like the back of somebody's head. But <laughs> that was classic stuff. It had a right turn. I don't know how it's possible for a potato, but it did. So, Marco, thank you very much for your email. Brian, what else we got? We got some emails with questions? Uh, We do. Um, I think you're going to have some fun with this one. Uh, He says, Dear Dave, one of my friends turned me on to your podcast. I really enjoyed hearing you, Nick and Brian, talk about the issues of the days. I especially liked your comments on the black card. Everybody seems to like the black card. Yeah, that was a, that was a big issue. Yeah. Um, so here's my problem. He writes, "I've been out of college for two years and have an okay job. I live in a small apartment downtown and have a really great car. The payment on the car, however, is really high, about a thousand dollars a month. But this is offset by the really cheap rent. So the problem is, I really don't have any goals." I'm content right now, just working, enjoying my car, partying with my friends. And your podcast talks about five steps to financial freedom and setting goals. I really don't have any right now. And should I feel guilty about this or what should I do? (laughs) And this is from Richard. Richard is just young. (laughs) Richard, you know... Um, you know, don't, don't feel guilty. It's okay. I mean, it, it's not the, it's not the same shoe that fits on everybody's foot. Um, yeah, you're out of school a couple of years and you're having a good time. And I remember that time. Um, you know, we had a lot of fun, did a lot of fun things, maybe even some things we shouldn't have, but, uh, that's part of just getting out of school and, and not having, you know, all the, the schoolwork and stuff to do, deal with. But, um, you know, enjoy it. Don't feel guilty. But it seems to me, realize that a couple of years down the line. Yeah, it should, this is a short-term vacation maybe he should be enjoying. And then real world is coming. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, the, the downside is that, uh, you know, you'll have three, four, five years maybe of, of missed opportunity. And uh, you'll maybe later on go, wow, I wish I had got a little serious a little sooner. But... That's okay. You know, water's got to find its own level. And, and at some point, you're probably going to get uh, burned out on that. I, I remember I took a year off between undergrad and law school and, um, you know, made a point to accomplish some things that I wanted to accomplish. And, uh, but I also got to hanging out with a group of friends. And, you know, we'd, we'd go to a beer bar every Tuesday night. And after about six months, I looked around and said, this, this isn't going anywhere. It's, it's been fun. The beer's been tasty. Uh, but, uh, you know, it's, it's not going anywhere. And I, I really got to get back and make sure that I'm signed up for law school and, <laughs> and, you know, take, take the next step. Cause I really wanted to, uh, to do something or to achieve something, but don't feel bad about it. Don't feel guilty about it. Um, enjoy it. Don't get into any trouble, but, uh, realize that a couple of years down the line, you know, if, if you're thinking correctly and you're looking at the big picture of your life, um, you know, you're going to, you're going to want to step back and, and set some targets out there for you to, uh, to achieve goals sound so trite, but targets, I like targets. It's like a budget. No one wants to be on a budget, but a spending plan. Ooh, ooh that's, <laughs> that sounds better. I'd much rather be on a spending plan than, uh, you know, than, than a budget, but th- that time will come. Some people do it sooner than later. You know, some people come out of, uh, 
high school and they got their whole life planned out. That wasn't me. But uh, you're going to want to come up with something at some point because the last thing you want to do is, you know, be at the end of your life and go, wow, I wish I had got a little more serious sooner. So anyway. All right, Dave, we got another one here. One more. Uh, This is from John and he writes, Dave, uh, myself and four friends really want to get a boat so that we can go out on the water on the weekends. Obviously, we're going to have to finance the purchase of this boat. Any thoughts on how to do this? Ooh. Oh, boy. No, 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 no. What do they say about the, the best two days of a boat ownership is, what, the day you get it and the day you sell it? Yeah, so <laughs> true, so true. But you know what? It's a boat. You know, is it, is it a red boat? Is it a shiny boat? <laughs> I'm thinking, <laughs> this sounds really fun. Can I go? Uh, you know, um, no, a couple thoughts. You know, um, when, you, when you got a boat and you're the sole owner, you don't use it all the time. You're not using it hardly one time out of four. So if, you, if you've got some group of friends and you're going to share that ownership expense and your particular owner expen- ownership expense fits in with, you know, what you're doing and is an appropriate part of your entertainment budget, uh, hey, I like that. I like that. I think that's kind of cool. Couple comments though. To share it with four friends, that's a lot of different kinds of people that are sharing the same asset. One's going to want to take their dog and get dog hair in the seats and someone else is going to want to buff it and polish it and take care of it all the time and, and feel kind of put out that the, the dog owner, you know, messes up the boat. Um, so get fewer people rather than more people. Um, get people that you think are going to be, you know, like-minded to you in terms of how you use the boat and how you take care of it and how you clean it and uh, what someone's going to do if it, you know, if it, if it gets scratched. Um, I know someone that uh, was in partners with uh, one of his buddies on a boat and um, he ran over a submerged rock in Havasu, almost Ooh. missed it. Uh, it was just right at water level, almost missed it, but, you know, put a big old scratch down the bottom and tore the out drive out. And their arrangement was, if you mess it up, you pay for it all on your own. And it was pretty painful for him to have to pay for. But um, being a, a good stand-up guy, he did it and and uh, it worked out for them. But, um, you know, make sure that the people that you're with, that you're sharing this thing with, are are like-minded people and that you think you can get along with them in the, the good times and the bad make sure that they're financially responsible enough because if uh, three or four people go on a on a, a loan on a boat and someone doesn't pay um, the others are going to have to step up to the plate or if it's just in the name of one person and the other persons aren't reimbursing him someone could get stuck with the the cost of the boat so uh, make sure that uh, you know you've got some thought process for that make sure that there's adequate insurance not only in terms of liability but in terms of uh, you know, fixing the boat, comprehensive coverage, I believe, is what they call it. If, uh, you know, something happens to the boat. And then have an exit plan. You know, you need to have some some plan between the partners. What if someone wants to leave? Does that cause the whole thing to be sold automatically? Do the others have the option of buying them out? Do you share equally that buyout? Or does one person assume the place of the others if they pay that larger amount? you got to think these things through um, over several meetings while you're out looking for the the big red shiny boat which of course would be named the black card the black card <laughs> i like it but remember better than the black card was the gold card a thousand dollars a year membership fee <laughs> or the pla- i don't know is it titanium i don't know you know you you had talked about the uh, the centurion card remember and we couldn't find out what that was 
Uh, how, oh, that's right. I was going to go do some research some on research. the dark web. I completely forgot. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Brian, <laughs> uh, you know, Nick Nick sent me an email a couple of days later. He says, I, I think it's $7,500 a year for the Centurion card. And it's like, does it does it have a motor? Does it fly? What is it? <laughs> what does it do? Is it going to give me a massage? Yeah. What's going on? With yeah, that, so. yeah, yeah. Makes you wonder. Makes you wonder. But, you know, there's, there's people that there's people that do that. Surprising. Surprising to me. But... Uh, you know, it, it takes a village. What are you going to say? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> all right, that's all we have time for today. This is Dave Hagan, and you've been listening to the Financial Wellness Podcast. You've been listening to the Financial Wellness Podcast, Dave's weekly message to keep you on the road to financial success. If you'd like Dave to answer any of your questions, email them to dave at davidrhagan.com. Until next week, this is your announcer, Nick Appel, wishing you every financial success.